Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Brewing Faith and the original Superman. I like that song. Uh, I was visiting with the Longshores uh, last couple days, and Brother Longshore was talking about Kenny Henson, and I thought, oh, I haven't played a Kenny Henson song in a while, so that's an old Kenny Henson song. One of the best voices in gospel music. The original Superman. Well, good morning. Welcome to Brewing Faith. We're going to read from Matthew chapter 12 this morning. And Tuesday night had great church, great revival. God's doing amazing, amazing things at CAC. And we're just so thankful. I want to be right in the middle of what God is doing. And Brother Longshore preached, and I had to leave church a little early and during while well, altar service was going on, and had to go uh, pick up somebody, and I didn't get to re-preach Brother Longshore's message, <laughs> and we were joking about it after church, but us pastors, we sometimes can uh, re-preach what the evangelist preaches, but the the thing is, as a pastor, sometimes you have things that you think of and uh, relevant to your church and and uh, the message that's preached. And so I did have a few thoughts after Brother Longshore preached, and he preached from somewhat of a tough scripture that sometimes people get messed up on, and people like don't understand everything that's going on. And I I just thought, you know what, I'm just gonna. We're just going to look at this scripture a little more. And uh, there was just some things I, when Brother Longshore was preaching, and we'll get into the verse in a little bit here, but he's talking about a person, uh, seven other spirits uh, uh, coming in, you know, greater than, uh, greater than the first, worse than the first. And I'll, I'll read it here in a minute, but a couple things he said that I really that I really, really like, and that we really need to pay attention to. And even as a pastor, I'm listening to it like, and uh, he made the statement, Brother Longshore made the statement that the, the devil never quits trying, that he never gives up. Every day, I think Brother Longshore even made the statement that every day, he's trying to destroy you every day. And I, we should read the scripture. Let's read it here so we uh, get to where we're going. Matthew chapter 12 and verse number 43 says, When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and findeth none. Then he saith, I will return to my house from whence I came out. And when he is come, he findeth it empty, swept, and garnished. Then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Even so shall it be also unto this wicked generation. And here, uh, he's, it's a, it, again, this is a scripture that people sometimes can get, get like, oh, if I fail God, if I, if I mess up, you know, I'm going to have seven other spirits come upon me. Well, let's talk about that. I don't believe that's what uh, Matthew 12 here is talking about. But there's, there's, uh, 
there's something greater going on here. And what Brother Longshore said, what I had just said, that what he said about that the devil, he never quits. He never gives up. And I don't care if I'm pastoring 20 years, 25 years, pastoring 30 years. He never gives up on me. That's why, as Brother Longshore was preaching, I was thinking, so important, the, the basics are so important. Uh, I need to read my Bible. I'm like, oh, I missed a day, a day of reading my Bible. I'm not going to go, don't go two and three weeks without reading your Bible. You're going to have a dry place. I'm going to say it this way. You know what? I don't want to ever have a dry place in my life, even when I'm going through dry places. Now, is that, and then you think, well, that doesn't even make sense, Pastor. But you know what I'm, ta what I'm talking about is, you know what? We don't always have times of, uh, we're not on the mountaintop all the time in our life. But when I'm going through those dark times, when I'm going through some times that are rough, I'm not going to be dry. I'm still going to be praying. I'm still going to be reading my Bible. So I might be going through a dry place, but I'm not dry. I'm not dry. Don't ever, I'm not going to let myself get dry because the devil never gives up. So what does this mean that, okay, when this spirit comes out and he can't find a place, I'll return to the house whence I came out and he findeth it empty. He findeth it empty. Don't ever be empty. I might be going through a trial. I might be going, man, God, where are, where are you, God? But I'm now going to be empty. When he findeth an empty swept and garnish, he taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself. So this is not talking about failure here. But I believe this is talking about when people make conscious decisions and be and they're dry. They're like, you know what? And as Brother, Brother uh, Longshore was talking about the delivering power of God. What a, I mean, God delivers people from unbelievable things. And when people make decisions like, you know what? I don't think it's all that a big deal. And they go back to things that God delivered them from, not failure. But when they make conscious decisions, the end's going to be a whole lot worse than where they were when they came to God. Because God, the Bible is full of people that failed, that did amazing things for God. Well, well, you know, I I, I failed God. I went, I, 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 something that I thought I had the victory over, I, I fell down. You know what? You get back up. Look at Simon Peter. You know, don't, if you think, oh man, I'm going to have seven more spirits on me. Uh, you know, it's going to be a whole lot worse. No. When you have fail, you get back up. Simon Peter, he he denied who, I mean, Jesus was. He was he was a disciple of Jesus. He, like, walked with Jesus for three years. Can you imagine that? I mean, walking right next to Jesus and then deny you even know who Jesus is and curse? You say, oh, man, he's going to have. No, it was failure in Simon Peter's life. Even look at David. I mean, David had failure, but this scripture is not talking about failure. This scripture is talking about going back and, and taking what God has 
has done in your life and minimizing it. Say, no, it's not that big a deal. Being Having a house that's empty, that's it's dry. dry. Um, so I look at it this way today to someone. This this time this scripture here, it can mess people up. I think this, and thank you, Brother Longshore, for preaching on Matthew chapter 12 here. I take this, it's it's a great verse. I'm gonna take this verse, devil, I'm gonna put it right in your face. Because what and there's another scripture, the scripture that says we are not ignorant of the devil's devices. You know what God's doing right here in Matthew 12? He's given us a little insight in the way the devil works. And you know what? It's a warning. This verse is a warning. But devil, I'm going to look at this scripture here and say, you know what? You ain't getting me. I'm not going to be dry. I may be going through dry places, but I'm not going to be dry. I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to stay in the word because I'm not ignorant of your devices. I understand that you're trying to get me every day, every day when I wake up. Okay, I understand, devil. That's why I'm going to open my word. That's why I'm gonna. That's why I'm gonna pray today. That's why I'm gonna speak in tongues again today. Cause I need the Holy Ghost to guide me. Amen. Not failure. If you fail God, get back up. He is a. He is a God of mercy and grace today. He loves you. So this is not. This is not a scary scripture. To someone that loves God, says I'm gonna keep going. If I fall, I'm gonna fall forward. Amen. Well, keep going for Jesus. Never quit. Keep praying. Amen. So that's my that's my brewing faith today. Be encouraged. Devil, this is not a scary scripture. It's a, we're not ignorant of who you are, devil. Amen. So it was so good to have the longshores with us. And uh, we're just looking forward to a great weekend, continuing to have revival. God is at work big time in these last days. And uh, we're going to have an exciting time. Marriage retreat starting tomorrow, tomorrow night, Friday, Saturday. And we're going to have revival on Sunday. Brother and Sister Wilmoth will be with us. What an exciting, exciting time. So, Lord willing, we will have uh, Brother Wilmoth with us tomorrow, 10 a.m. Hopefully his flight gets in on time and everything. We'll see you all tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Thank you for tuning in to Brewing Faith. Uh, it's been a, it's a, it's not a scary scripture, but we're not ignorant, devil, of who you are, and that's why I'm not. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay close to where the the heat is. I like the words of Samuel when we ask him what the definition of 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 hot is, and we were defining in youth the hot and and cold and lukewarm. And we said, what's the definition of hot? And Samuel said, it's a Holy Ghost-filled maniac. Well, he's not going to find no dry place with a Holy Ghost-filled maniac. I might fall, but I'm getting back up. Amen. Simon Peter, David, God used them. Amen. Love y'all. Well, we'll just end with a little more. He's the original Superman.
Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Doing Fate. We'll get started in just a moment. Today, we're talking about wasted potential. Wasted potential. We're going to be reading from 1 Samuel chapter 9. stronger. I'm more powerful. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I want it all back. Hallelujah. I'm excited for the broadcast this morning. Welcome to Brewing Fate. We're going to be reading from 1 Samuel chapter 9. But before we get into the word, I want to say, wow, what exciting church last night. Amen. Wasn't the bishop, he was bringing it last night. Just going to have a Altar working seminar or all teaching on altar working. Man, we had church last night. Thank you, Bishop. That was so good. So good. Thankful for the Holy Ghost. And we can we can learn from the bishop. Pray people through to the Holy Ghost. I want people to go to heaven in Jesus' name. And then Noah getting baptized last night. That was exciting. That was so cool. Just see Noah stay in the water and just worship God, worship God, worship God. I don't know if anybody noticed at one point there, he's just shaking. Amen. God's so good. God is so good. He's doing great things. And before we get to 1 Samuel chapter 9, I also want to mention, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking Fred to work a lot of mornings and uh, that 30 minute drive to work, he, uh, we have some good conversations, and it's just uh, God is moving, and sometimes, oh, Fred, he just looks at me, he says something new every day, and the other day, I think it was Monday, we were driving, and uh, he just looked over at me, and he said, Pastor, he said, you know, he said, I haven't watched TV in three weeks. I said, oh, really? He said, I, I haven't watched TV in three weeks. Well, well that's good. That's good. But then he made another statement, 
And I was like, man, that's a testimony right there. Somebody, you need to testify. And so I talked to Fred. I'm like, I'm giving his testimony this morning. He said, I haven't watched TV in three weeks. And he said, you know, Pastor, he said, I have a whole lot less temptation when I don't watch TV. And I'm like, preach, Fred. <laughs> Amen. So that's just cool. Just some, man, I'll, the, the, I, it's like every day when we're driving to work, uh, uh, we get some, some more just good, good stuff. God is so good. And I am excited for this morning. We're going to talk about wasted potential. 1 Samuel chapter 9 and verse number 17. And the setting here is that uh, Saul is getting ready to be anointed king by Samuel. And it's like, it's like um, Samuel is being introduced to Saul here by, by God. So he's being introduced by God to Saul. Like this is who Saul is. And verse number 17, it says, When Samuel saw Saul. So it's like, okay, Samuel, here is Saul. The Lord said unto him. Okay, so the next words are the words of God. God is going to speak something to Samuel. He says, Behold, the man whom I spake to thee of. Okay, well, that's, yeah, he just tells Samuel, this is Saul. And then he said, this same man, he shall reign over my people. But I was reading this verse, and I saw something in here that made me take notice, have not seen it before. From the, just the other day, I saw this. There is an exclamation point after the words, Behold, the man whom I spake to thee of. So God is introducing Saul to Samuel. And he says, Behold, and Sister Pearson's phone is ringing. Sister Pearson leaves her phone right by my broadcast. Hallelujah. Oh, here she comes. She, she made me coffee, though, for my broadcast. So Saul, so Samuel is being introduced, I mean, uh, Saul is being introduced to Samuel, and, and God speaks it with an exclamation point. When I read that, it seems like to me God's excited to tell Samuel about Saul. It looks like to me God's excited. Like, Samuel, I'm going to introduce you to the king of Israel. This is Saul. Behold, the man to whom I speak to you. This is him. Exclamation point. God is excited. And we know the rest of the story of Saul, that he never, he never fulfilled the potential of what God wanted for him. And he disobeyed God. And the end result of Saul is not very good. Uh, trying to talk to witches and, and uh, spirits. And, you know, he, it started out, God's excited. But it didn't, he was, I look at Saul as wasted but potential. But when I see this, it's like God was, it's sad to me. It's sad to me because God was excited. God was excited. Samuel. Samuel, this is Saul. This is going to be the king, exclamation point. You know, the way we talk, I think of it as he might have been yelling, exclamation point. I want you to get this. Samuel, this is Saul. 
But it didn't end well for Saul because he was wasted potential. Oh, can I speak to somebody this morning? Don't be wasted potential. I want to be everything that God wants me to be. And I'm telling you this morning, I know you hear me say this, and you're going to hear me say it again, that I believe in you. But I'm telling you, much more than your pastor believing in you, God believes in you. I'm telling you, when he says your name, an exclamation point is attached to your name. Because what does Jeremiah 29, 11 says? I have an expected end of you. I expect you to make it. I believe you can make it. I know you can make it. Come on, you can do it. He speaks your name with an exclamation point. I can think of people in our church. and I can name names. I can name every person in our church. I'm telling you, just attach your name to it this morning. God has an exclamation point attached to your name. He says, this is who you're, you're, you can be something great for me. Exclamation point. Amen. That's what he thinks about you today. I'm not going to be wasted potential. I want, I don't want to be like Saul. I want, I want, I want God to, he has an expected end of me, but he thinks of me with an exclamation point. You are going to make it. You can do amazing things for me. You can walk with me. You can walk in the Holy Ghost. You can walk with him every day. Amen. So, I don't know, it's not real long this morning, but that is just walk today with your head held high because God has an exclamation point attached to your name, and I want, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be it, God. I'm going to own it. I know you've got an expected end for me, and that's what I am going to be. God has great things in these last days. There's going to be trials. There's going to be temptation. As, as Brother Fred said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to resist that temptation. Why? Because I'm going to be everything God wants me to be. I don't want to be anything less. Saul, that's sad to me. When God first introduced you to Samuel, he said, Behold the man whom I'm speaking to you of, Samuel, with an exclamation point. This is who he is. But I don't I don't know how many I don't know how many people that God spoke of in the in the way of an exclamation point. I don't know how many people he did, but he did with Saul. So I believe at that point he thought Saul was going to be something awesome. Be all that God wants you to be. Amen. Let's have a great week in the Holy Ghost. Pray. Walk with him. Read his word. You will be enriched every day by reading his word. I'm going to end with a song. I just heard this song this morning. And it says, stand up and shout. But he's, he's singing about, uh, he's singing about that uh, when I come to church, I can't contain myself. I have to stand up and shout. He says, when I hear the preaching, I just have to, I have to stand up and shout. That's what I feel this morning. Amen. So if somebody thinks you're weird sitting at your desk, if you're listening to the broadcast, like, what are you doing? I just have to stand up and shout. Don't be wasted potential. I'm going to be everything God wants me to be. God bless you all. Love you. See you tomorrow, 10 a.m.